bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Hello and welcome to episode 165 of the Corinne Ninja podcast. I'm your host, Corinne Nidja, and we are in school holiday programming. So, Ranjit's just taken them out to the park for a walk with the dog, and I'm just squeezing in a moment with you all while I can. So today, I wanted to talk about how Reiki energy can help deepen our connections in our relationships. I'm focusing on intimate relationships here, but it It definitely can assist in deepening our connections in all of our relationships, in our lives, our work relationships, our friendships, our families, and with our intimate partners. And I guess why I wanted to talk about this is because I was thinking, I've been reading, I regularly tap into A Course in Miracles. It's a text that I was gifted by a a therapist actually in 2008, and I definitely wasn't ready for it. And it, it is something that people like any kind of spiritual text. It has many people love it or hate it or dislike it or whatever. I tend to go into these things with an open mind, taking from them the pieces of whatever text I'm reading, whether it's the Tao Te Ching or whether it's Hawaiian Huna literature or if it's Buddhist literature or if it's a Christian Bible, whatever it is that that I'm reading or whatever spiritual teacher that I'm listening to, I tend to go in with a mind that is open, a mind and heart, a mind and heart that are open to taking the lessons that feel true to me and in my life, work within my life, and and letting go of the rest without judgment, without saying, oh, you know, that's bullshit or that's not. Whoever wrote it, wrote it with their own intentions. And I just take Take what works for me and let the rest slide. So if you've had your own views on A Course in Miracles, that's totally okay and valid and meaningful for you in your journey and in your life. But for me, I've found it a really good teacher. Now, I'm not saying everything in there I've found to be true for me, but some things I've really found useful in my own journey of making meaning of my life in this physical body that I have. So I really have enjoyed it, but it did take me, like I'm still going through the lessons and it has, I'm almost completing it now after nearly 13 years. So it was something that I definitely wasn't ready for and didn't want, didn't want to know about for a long time, but it's it's just been sitting there calling to me and I check in with it whenever I feel ready to do that deeper work, do those, ask those deeper questions of myself, which the book is so good at asking. So if you don't know what A Course in, Mir- Course in Miracles is, I'll put a little link in the show notes for you. But it's a text that has really helped me change my life. I've really, really got a lot of benefit out of it personally. So why I'm mentioning A Course in Miracles is because I was reading yesterday uh, a section in it, and I just, I, I just like to open it at random pages and just take the wisdom that opens to me. And in that was this piece about 
you know, looking for your special person. And, and that often we look for a special person that has qualities that we're, that we, that we feel we lack. And from that place of lack, you know, it's very difficult to have a whole relationship because we're always wanting something to take something from our partner. And that made me think about my own relationship and the origins of my relationship with my husband and consider what drew us to each other. What were the things that we both felt we were lacking that we thought the other contained or could bring to the table? And that really, that process kind of got me into a deep dive thinking about how our, my relationship with Ranjit has changed over the, we got together in 2006, just after my brother died and what I needed then and what I wanted then and how things feel now. And now it feels like we form deeper and deeper in love most days, <laughs> which feels impossible. It feels too good to be true a lot of the time, but I really give a lot of credit to to Reiki in building that love affair by taking us out of that lack mentality that I don't have this, can I take it from you mentality. I don't have this personality trait, this quality that I need, that I feel I need to survive in this world. So that's why I'm mentioning A Course of Miracles in this, because that is what made me want to record this episode and what made me want to to talk about this, because when we come from that position, often love can can diminish and not not increase on our journeys, because after a while, we're never satisfied because we, we, we're looking f- externally to fill an internal hole. We're looking to somebody else for the final pieces of our puzzle when all of the pieces are held within us. Stepping back into Reiki, Reiki is love energy, it's life force energy, it's energy that's in everything, everything is made of it, it's the essence of everything. Uh, And I love Reiki because it brings us home to ourselves, to our spirit, to our center, to that loving place within us that is whole and healed and present and still and able to sit in a space of grace and wonder and awe and deep reverence for all things. For me, it came into my life, I kind of just went along to um, my teacher Sarah's Reiki Level 1 on a whim because I saw it on a Facebook, you know, someone, a Facebook friend, a Facebook friend I think had mentioned it in a post and I didn't really, I'd had Reiki once before when I was a teenager and I had never t- touched on it again, but I, after I had my son Iggy, I knew that to be his mother I needed more than just to be a mother. I needed more than just to be a social worker. I needed to be, I needed to know that there was more than these small little boxes that I would put myself in, you know, a vegan or a mother or a wife or a friend or a Corinne, you know, I wanted something more than that. And I knew that for me, it felt, you know, whenever I was in nature, whenever I was with animals, whenever I was, you know, in that deep place of love, with a friend or my partner, 
I could feel this strong energy, this energy of something bigger. And I've always been drawn to, you know, learning about paganism or learning about Christianity. Oh, you know, I always was a kid who would, you know, when my mum wouldn't even force me to go to church, I would ask to go to church because I wanted to see, to touch this thing that was bigger than myself. You know, I loved movies about witches or magic or crystals and healing and tarot and all these things have always been part of my journey. Learning about religions and reading scripture and just delving into these kinds of teachings. That's been my journey and and definitely with multiple sclerosis and with my sickness, I think that once I started to work on healing my physical body, it just became the next logical step that I would move on to connecting more with my life force energy because I could feel it coursing in my body a lot stronger once I'd cleared out all the gunk that was lowering my frequency and making me feel heavier. Once I really cleaned up my diet to a whole food plant-based diet, I could feel this lightness, this almost palpable energy within me that initially I went to running thinking this energy has to go into exercise but it 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 was so much more than that it was so much more than just needing to burn it off somehow it was this really strong energy that I knew needed to be harnessed and nurtured and and really consciously connected with in a way to to guide me on my on my own life journey. That is what led me to Reiki because Reiki, I just knew nothing about it except that it was about learning. It was about learning and deepening my understanding with that life force energy, that source energy, that God energy within us all. I just, I think of it, some people call it goddess or whatever it is for you, the term. But for me, I just think of it like a your highest self, Holy Spirit, this incredible energy that is Reiki. To me, that is that God energy within us. And Reiki, when you're working as a practitioner, is like supporting your clients to return home to that perfect, holy place within yourself that is is not guilty or broken or fractured in any way that is wondrous and curious and loving and kind and perfect and beautiful. Because many of us don't go to that place very often. We don't take time to return to that place of love and perfection that's within us. And so Reiki gives space for that. It makes space for 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 us to notice and witness ourselves in that light again and notice the light within ourselves, which is, for most people, a part of the reason why we have things like food addiction because we've lost that hole that we're looking for is that God-shaped hole. I've mentioned on this podcast many times that God-shaped hole is is Reiki. It's, it's, it's that source energy that we, 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 we give, we, we tend to give it away into television or into addictions or into toxic relationships or into into overconsumption of food, we we lose it into the news and the media and into shame and hurt and sadness. And, it, and it's not that it goes because it's always eternal within us, but we lose sight of it. It's like we wrap it around and 
put it into a little box and tuck it away. And it's about reconnecting with it, opening the lid on that box and going, oh, yeah, there you are. There you are. You're perfect and beautiful. You still are, even though all these shitty things have happened to you. There you are, still beautiful. I can still feel the fire within you. I still know that you're as incredible and joyous and heavenly as you were the day I was born, before all of the things happened to us along the way. Now, when it comes to relationships, one of the things I know is that often we go into relationships, and I definitely am guilty of this, kind of unconsciously, well, often very unconsciously, we get into them and we we find a partner, we seek a partner, we're attracted to a partner who who has things that we lack often or has things to teach us that our our higher selves want us to learn or need us to learn to grow on our journey on our spiritual that that that's my belief so some people will say you know why you know why did i need to have a partner with bipolar you know who was really dark and heavy or why do i why did i need a partner who was controlling or violent or or all of those things and and that is hard to swallow literally but i in my life my personal lessons and so they are they don't, you don't have to take them but for me and all of the traumatic things that have happened to me in my life and and all of the things I've noticed and worked with people as a social worker and, and as, a, as, as, a, as a therapist, as a coach, is that they tend to be, for pretty much everyone without fail, really deep, profound lessons in our greatest moments of suffering about our worth, about our our value about loving ourselves and caring for ourselves, about prioritizing ourselves, about listening to our intuition, you know, lessons about putting ourselves first or speaking up or demanding more, those kinds of lessons, there's big lessons that perhaps we didn't know that, that, that those volatile, painful experiences tend to lead us to to uncovering for ourselves and i've always found that the 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 best nuggets of gold come from the the painful the painful times the times when you wish you could run and hide from the emotions and the experience and the suffering that we're going through they're the ones with like the deepest lessons and the greatest teachers if we are willing to be open to the possibility that there are lessons to be had there and not just wanting to cover our eyes and only see the darkness because there's light in the darkness. If we allow ourselves to, to, to truly look and be witness. So with my, my relationship, my latest relationship with my husband, I definitely came into the relationship unconsciously wanting to avoid my reality. I had multiple sclerosis. I was, well, have, you know, I was I had symptomatic old multiple sclerosis. Now I have multiple sclerosis that doesn't have symptoms. It's asymptomatic? What's the word? You know, I don't have symptoms now. But I was very much in the fear stage of MS. I was grieving the death of my brother. I was living with fibromyalgia and the, and the chronic pain that goes, comes along with that. I was depressed, deeply depressed, medicated for depression. 
I was constipated. I had candida. I mentioned those two because for many people they can relate. It's not fun to be constipated and have candida. So I was, and I was deeply bone tired. I was so tired. So I was in a really horrible place. And I kind of fell into the relationship. At the time, I loved, I thought I was in love with somebody else and he didn't love me because of my multiple sclerosis and I felt deeply broken. And I, and I sought Ranjit because he, he, or we sought out each other and I, and I think we both came into the relationship. He wanted the outspoken, volatile, fun. By volatile, I don't mean, I just mean energetic kind of energy that I am bubbly, effervescent kind of personality that I can be. And and I wanted the calm, grounded stillness that was that was him, the gentleness, the the good listener, all these things that we wanted. And so when you enter into a relationship kind of with this I'm broken and you're broken. Let's me and let's let's trade off our positive our strengths to one another. And look, I have to say it's worked out. It has worked out pretty well for me in so far as we've kept growing together. But at the beginning, it isn't a really great place to begin because you you literally need the other person. You need them to balance you out. You need them. I always always said he's the yin to my yang, and and he and he still is the yin to my yang. But it's not a great energy in a relationship to have this. That you constantly, you're both constantly wanting to take something from the other person. You're not in the belief that you're whole as you are, powerful as you are, perfect as you are. You're going in with this sense of lack and desire to, to, to be altered and changed and fixed and repaired in some way. And we definitely both went in that way and, and we are still on a journey. But for me, bringing Reiki in which I didn't bring it in for my relationship. It wasn't that wasn't the conscious reason. It was, it was kind of as a mother, the mother part, the 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 part of me that wanted to be a better mother, a more grounded spiritual mother. I felt like I needed to be more than just a mother. That being a mother alone wasn't going to be enough to give my child all that I wanted to give them, which was a, an awareness of the, their greatness and of the greatness of life in a more tangible way. And I knew I needed to adopt that belief and understanding first before I could model it to my children. So that's where I went, how I got into it. But I mean, whilst into it, whilst on that journey with Reiki and bringing love, intentionally bringing love into our home, really intentionally giving myself self-healing with Reiki. And then, then as you learn Reiki, you practice it and you practice it on your family and on your dogs and on your kids, bringing it in literally brings, you know, that loving energy brings that sense of wholeness into a space, into yourself. So when you're connecting to Reiki and you're learning it and you're practicing it, you're, you're intentionally calling love in, loving energy in over and over again throughout your day throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your life. And it amplifies, the energy amplifies within your space, within your relationship. And this is what I notice when people do in a relationship practice connecting with source energy, connecting with Reiki, is that as 
my, my, my sense of wholeness has increased and amplified. And I, you know, I, I, I practice with my husband and I practice the energy in our house all the time. His, his wholeness has increased. And, and in that, the love, the connection is deeper because it's not, it's not kind of tarnished with this, please give this thing to me that I need and, and you please give that thing to me that I need. You know, I need you to make me feel calm. I need you to make me feel fun and joyous and vibrant and alive and I need you to make speak up for me and listen to me and I need you to X, Y, Z, you know, rather than this need place where there's lack and need, Reiki is bringing in abundance. It's bringing in connection. It's bringing in love in a really meaningful, powerful way. And when you're bringing that into the home, our, for me personally and for some of my, for many of my clients, when you're bringing that energy in, it ends up just changing the whole dynamics, the whole ball game. Because when you meet someone, even like in for just TMI, this is a TMI podcast, but intimately when you're bringing in, because when we're at lack, we're like, you know, sexually you're like, what can you give me? What can you give me? I want it. And that's the kind of energy that ends up with marriages where the husband's like constantly trying to take from the wife and the wife withdraws more and more and more and is always on her phone, has a headache, doesn't want to do it, doesn't want to be with it. And that's that happens a lot because the husband wants to keep taking and the woman doesn't feel like she has anything to give. She feels empty. She feels like, oh, my gosh, I'm giving to the kids. I'm giving to you all day. I'm giving to my work, my bosses. And the husband's doing his work too, but it just ends up that it often the man comes home and tries to take more from the from the partner Obviously, I'm making very binary gender examples here, but often, you know, typically a husband and a wife in that relationship, in that dynamic, one is trying to take and the other one is trying to kind of withhold to kind of, to just keep some of her life force energy in her because you just, as a mother, it can feel like there's just none left after giving all day. So we want to hold on to some of that energy because we just don't feel like we have enough to give anything else at night time. But when you're bringing in Reiki, you're bringing in love and an abundance of it. And when you, the woman, for instance, me for, for me, for example, feels overflowing with love, there's nothing to withhold. There's nothing to withhold because... I know I have enough each day for everyone in my life because I know I'm connected to source energy, to Reiki energy, and I know that my hu- and my husband feels full as well. You know, he feels full as well. He doesn't need to constantly be taking from me. So when we connect, we're connecting to come together with our highest intention of of coming together as whole individuals wanting to wanting to connect from a place of love, wanting to experience the love that we each have together, wanting to see how it is to, in a respectful, beautiful, whole way, loving each other and exploring how the love, how that love feels for the other person, wanting to explore 
love together, you know, exploring the wholeness of the love that we each have individually by coming together with our physical bodies and then really being able to share together rather than giving and taking it's about sharing, like sharing and co-creating this magnificent experience built on, on love, on that loving energy that is flowing through all of us all the time. And when you work with Reiki, you're constantly working on assisting that balance of that energy, the flow of that energy through your chakras, through your entire being, so that you can connect to, you know, to source energy, to the the roots of your physical body and to all the way up into the, you know, the, the astral plane, to the galaxies, so that you can feel yourself as both a spiritual being and also as a physical being and it really experience the wholeness of of yourself and experience pleasure on a whole new level on a whole new dimension it just keeps getting better and better because the more you intentionally call in love into your life call in reiki into your life Love just grows like putting logs on a fire. It just grows. The more you connect with it, the more it amplifies in your family, in your life, in your work, in your friendships, in all facets of your life. It just continues to grow. And and that that love in your relationship continues continues to build and grow as well. Huh. So that's been my experience. I don't know where you're at with it. Something something that I've always wanted to do is to to coach and to teach people in areas such as Tantra and those kinds of places because I find it when I think about all the journey that I've been on, I really do think that one of the greatest things, so when you think about the studies on drug addiction with the rat paradise and that discovery that the rats wouldn't take the heroin if they had friends and connection and community and things to do and joy in their lives they they tended to just drink the normal water and they realized that with humans it was the same that we we tend to go to drugs alcohol gambling and food addiction and for me food addiction has been the big 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 cause of a lot of my sickness and health and disease in my life and the chaos in my romantic relationships that lack of connection that lack of the awareness of love and something bigger and that I know now played a huge role in why food consumed me, pardon the pun, for so many years in a way that was highly damaging to my to my health and to my confidence and to my self-worth. That is why I'm I'm so passionate about integrating these things into this podcast and these pieces of my own learning into this podcast and into the work that I do now because it is so powerful. It has such a powerful tool for women who come to me with food addiction, for women who come to me with low confidence and low self-worth or women who just want something more in their lives but don't know what that is yet. Reiki is such a beautiful place to begin. So if you've tried Reiki before or you've I'd love to hear from you in the in the comments and see how how you find Reiki. I find it like having a really loving, peaceful rest when I'm when I'm 
in the moment with Reiki. It's such a beautiful, peaceful rest, especially for someone like me who has a lot of energy, feels kind of sometimes can feel overwhelming. It's really, really great for that that grounding, that sense of stability and calm. I love it for that. I love it for when you're feeling doubtful or fearful or worried. Like it's such it's such a great modality for when you're feeling that way. But I don't know how it has been for you or how it has changed your life, but I'd love to hear from you in the comments of this episode to tell me how has Reiki changed your life. And if you don't know anything about it, if you have any questions about it, ask me in the comments and I'll do my best to answer them because I'd love to, to yeah, make it a more have more of a dialogue about it with with you and see what you know about it what you don't know about it what you like about it or just what you think about it unless it's like unkind because I don't really I just delete unkind messages because life's too short for unkind messages and I don't want you to waste your time writing unkind messages to me um, because I'm just going to delete them because they're just unhelpful to the world if they're constructive feel free to write me some constructive feedback. That's all for this week. But if you did want to come along to my Reiki One training, it will be held on Saturday, March 27th and Saturday, April 10th. So it's a two-day certification training here in Melbourne. The venue will be announced soon. So please reach out to me via email over at my website or via Facebook Messenger to book your spot. The two-day certification training is an investment of 360 Australian dollars for those of you wanting to attend. And the two days are just a really, really nurturing introduction to the healing energy that is Reiki so that you can do self-healings on yourself and on your on your pets and on your immediate family and friends and It's a great way to meet like-minded people and build a little community. I just find it a really fun day out, honestly. It's just a really lovely gift to yourself. Wherever you are in life, if you're feeling uncertain, unsettled, if you're not sure what your next step is, Reiki One is such a, just a, just a delightfully, just a, a beautiful two-day experience where you're connecting and learning about source energy, love energy, about Reiki, about the origins of of Reiki and how it all works. It's just, it's really nice. There's nice people. It's great. It's just really nice. So this is the level. Level one is learning how you can begin to infuse Reiki into your everyday life and, and to notice how things improve and shift and change when you're connecting into this energy intentionally every day and I really look forward to seeing some of you in the training if we're still all allowed to be in training face to face I will cross my fingers and toes for that to happen otherwise we may have to reschedule but we'll never know if 2020 was anything to go by I'm just gonna hold on to my seat and and see what comes in 2021 yeah but let me know how you're going in the comments or how what you think about Reiki or any questions that you might have I'd love to answer them all right see you all next week for the last of the holiday specials bye thank you all so much for listening and again if you want to come along on the 27th of March for Reiki one it will be held on the 27th of March Saturday 
and on Saturday, April the 10th here in Melbourne with the venue to be announced. So please reach out to me on my website or on Facebook Messenger. Book your spot and the certificate is a two-day training and is an investment of 360 Australian dollars for those of you wanting to attend. And the two days are just really to to assist you with connecting to Reiki and learning how to incorporate it intentionally into your everyday life, that loving energy into your everyday life and into your relationships and and into your being. So I look forward to hearing from you all soon. Next week, I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about. It's a holiday special, but I'll be talking about something. I will let you know. Hopefully I get a guest for the show. That would be a wonderful, but we will see. Lots has been happening with my dad and his cancer. So it's just been a wild ride where I haven't known where I'm going to be, if I'm going to be home with my parents, if where I'm going to be in the world. So that's what's been happening. And I hope you can un- give me some understanding and forgiveness that it's it's all going the way it's going for the moment. And then once school goes back, it'll be regular programming and some really great guests and insights for you all. So thanks for listening. See you all next week. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier day